November the 1st in America, in India right now, it is November the 2nd, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Legion of Raw. I am the doctor, Chris Featherstone, and this guy right here is your former WWE champion. WCW. WCW. Oh, oh yeah, that's say WWE. It's all one. It's all one big company now. So uh, he is the holder of the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Yes, that would be me. Vince. 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 Woo. Woo. So yes, I cannot wait, Chris. Anybody? I'm telling you guys. Anybody that watched tonight's Raw and is listening to Sports Keto right now, I'm telling you guys, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC when I expose my last encounter with Vincent Kennedy McMahon because you're not going to believe it. I'm just telling you, you're not going to believe it. You watch this show. I am gonna exchange. I am gonna share our female exchange. Our female. Our email. <laughs> We're making all kinds of messy. And you <laughs> are not. You will be shocked. Absolutely yes. shocked. What do you got on the wall over there? What are you gigging yourself? What's going on over there, man? I don't even know, man. What some, the heck, some, man? Some, some dirt on my uh, bookshelf here, so I'm cleaning it up with. Uh, Hand sanitizer. Very nice. <laughs> it's gonna be all sudsy now, bro. You're yeah, you're making a mess over there, doctor. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll dry out. It'll be fine. I think, at least. Oh man! <laughs> I told you, bro. No, it's it's drying. It's drying. It's it'll dry. dry out. Yeah, it'll dry out. Here we go. It'll dry out. Alive, cleaning the bookshelf. Set. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's is. better than anything I saw the last three hours, bro. Uh, I'll tell you right that. now. Look at that. Look at that. It's better than <laughs> anything I saw yeah. in the last three hours, man. <laughs> yeah. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, a little hack uh, with the hand sanitizer. Just like that, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Russo, how are you, man? I'm all right, man. I just, man. It's unfortunate, man, that uh, good old Raw had to bring your spirits down, man. It seemed like uh, it seemed like life was good before we watched Raw for three hours, man. It actually was because I just, um, bro, I just brought EC3 on the network. I, I just did a show with him prior to Raw. We had a really good show. We we talked yeah. a lot about his free the narrative stuff. Good, good, good show. Mm-hmm. And then it was time for Raw. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But let's get into it because we have a good time every week, man. Look, I'm Vince Russo. Um, you know, uh, being on the show with you adds a a whole different level to my raw watching, and uh, so I'm 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 excited about uh, that every week. Uh, but Chris, do you know I don't mean to keep giving out plugs here, but no, I, I, I got I, no, I, I got to say this. This is an absolute shoot, Chris. Yeah. Chris, I'm going to start. I started today. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to start, you know, breaking down my shows, the shows I wrote mm-hmm. during the Attitude Era, hour by hour on Russo's nice. brand. And I watched 45 minutes today. I watched half of a show today. 
Mm-hmm. Chris, every match, three minutes, 3.30, four minutes, every single match. I don't think there was a match that went over four minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro? And and um, it was the show right after Pillman passed away. That's where I started because that's when I really started 97. getting with my groove. 97. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's when I really started getting. But every match, bro, four minutes, three and a half minutes, uh, uh, 257, every single, just enough, just enough. Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't need to see a 20-minute wrestling match to open up the show and a 30-minute wrestling match to close the show. I mean, my God, bro, my God, please spare me. Spare me. The the end, The ending match... People weren't too much into the beginning match. People were into though. Uh, I forgot where they were tonight. Do you remember? I don't know, bro. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Again, nothing against the girls, but bro, by the time that first match was over, that was thirty minutes of the show. I don't need to see a thirty-minute wrestling match. I don't care who's in it. I'm sorry, nothing against these two women. Yeah. 30 minutes, bro. It's too much. <laughs> I think that I enjoyed the match. I just, I think that, um, to, see, again, it, it, it's it's the end game to me. It's, it's why you're doing this. And so one thing I didn't like was the fact that it just seems like they decided to put the capacity put the kibosh on Bianca Belair's push because Becky Lynch goes from beating Bianca Belair to eventually later on in the show, cutting a promo about it and then Liv Morgan steps in. So Bianca, where does this leave Bianca? Bro, I told you, bro, you, that, that's, you know, you, 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 you aren't true to your characters. You don't protect. So in other words, I'll tell you where it leaves Bianca. I'll tell you exactly where it leaves her. It's so it's okay to her that she lost. It's time to move on. I, I lost. Becky Lynch is the better wrestler. It's time for me to move on. I'm not, I'm not saying that's Bianca, Bianca. That's the way they, yeah, yeah, right. That's right. the that's way they've right. written it. This yeah. ain't her. This is a bit, listen, this is a world-class athlete. And Chris, I got to ask you, I, I'm going to ask you as a black man, because I don't know how you feel. This is a world-class athlete. I love watching the uh, um, uh, uh, the Williams sisters, bro. Love like, like, bro. They're, they're animals. They're they're beasts. The, the the muscular form and the power and strong women. I mean, I I could watch. I could watch them all day long. Then I'm looking at her. You can see she's a world-class athlete in that class. And what do we get, bro? We we get the housewives of Atlanta talk, and I, and, and I don't know, Chris. Th- does th- does that offend you that it's so stereotypical with the ghetto talk? This is a world class athlete, bro. There are sometimes when you need a gimmick. There are sometimes when you don't. Ken Shamrock did not need a gimmick. Ken Shamrock was the world's most dangerous man, a legit UFC fighter. He he wasn't talking with an accent. Some when you're the real deal, bro, you don't need a gimmick. Yeah, I think here's my here's my take on that, Vince. I think with Bianca Belair, I think one thing that I've noticed is that 
I, and I'm all about characters. I'm all about building characters. But sometimes there's situations where it's it's not necessary to mm-hmm. go that route, right. you know. And, and with Bianca Belair, it's not necessary to go the uh, the route. And it just seems like even in NXT, like she was, she has like some some arrogance to her that was infectious, you know. And that's been she's been dumbed down so much on the main roster. I just I just don't understand why the main roster writers get their hands on certain people and it's just such a decrease and a decline and a reduction of their character and for me i i liked bianca belair's promos in the beginning but i I was okay with them i should say i didn't necessarily like them but i was okay with them now it just seems too contrived. It just yeah, seems that's how that's how I feel. That's how I feel when I'm seeing her, and I want to believe this woman is the real deal. I want I wouldn't to say believe too, that. I wouldn't say like if I was Bianca Belair, I wouldn't say much at all. Like I like I, her her like she her proof is like just dominating people in the ring. You know, like and I think that she should be a machine. She should be booked as like a machine. Because like she's like she's a track star, super strong. She should be built as a machine, not say much, just plow through people. Bro, remember Jackie? Oh yeah, ja- Jackie legitimately could take men on the roster. Yeah, yeah. legitimately, she was a bad, you know what, from yeah. Texas. Yeah. And when you saw her body and you saw her fight, you believed yeah, it. That's, that was the character. That was the gimmick that this woman could legitimately whoop your you-know-what. Yeah, yeah. And she, I think she won the Cruiserweight Championship. This, I, I, I don't remember, but I would not doubt it because yeah. she was legit, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. And in TNA, she was with uh, America's Most Wanted. Uh, were you there at that time? I, I probably yeah yeah when well, James Storm and um, yeah. God uh, is she well, you know Miss Jackie from Texas bro oh yeah yeah it'll hurt yeah. you man yeah she was she was legit and she was in WCW when she was feuding with uh, uh when she was like in the midst of the Kevin Sullivan Chris Benoit you know uh, uh feud going on man she would like when she was in WCW at the time she would like legitimately like beat people up yeah man <laughs> she was the real deal man <laughs> yeah, yes yeah. yeah it was you know i think i think you you've, you've you're going somewhere there vince as far as just not having to corner bianca belair with this gimmick because like at first the, the little engine that could type of baby face working her way up you deserve it it seems like they've went far away from that, you know, over the past, you know, seven months since she's uh, won the title. And it's like, she's gotten into some middle of the road. Like who really are you? What's your, and it's again, it's no, nothing to do with Bianca. She's just, it's got this has nothing to do with but yeah. bro how old is she 24 maybe uh, she's like 32 nowadays is she uh, is she nowadays. that old but you know bro she's doing what she's being told to do i'm not yeah. putting any blame on bianca but like i said man i love 
athletes. Yeah. And she looks like an athlete and all this other crap she doesn't need, bro. She's she's my favorite uh woman's wrestler um period right now, actually. Yeah. And I'm really pulling for her. I just I just really wish that they would just use her. like she had the fans were behind her when she won the title at WrestleMania. And th- th- for some reason, they just. Bro, you, bro you, you, you know, you know what? Here's how I would work with the talent. Here's how I would work with the talent. If I got Bianca Belair, I, I, I show up to Raw. And I, I go to talk to Bianca. Okay, Bianca, here's where we are with Becky in the story. Okay, you, you've got a match tonight with her on Raw. Mm-hmm. What would you say? What would you say? You know your character. You know the situation. You, you know you know the storyline and the history. What would you say tonight, and how would you say it? Mm-hmm. You know, bro. Especially like you know, bro. Let's 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 talk some of the some of the great entertainment, bro. Let's talk Ali, yeah. bro. There was a time when Ali would mouth off. And then it was game face, bro. Yep. Then it was like the, the 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 bro. Two minutes before the fight, look at Ali in that ring. Now, yep. now game face is on. She's not gonna cut that promo at that particular yep. time. Yep. She's not, bro. This is a this is a competitor, and she's about to go into the competition. She's not going to cut that promo bro she's not i just don't understand the reason why like why would you end this whole thing this whole thing started at SummerSlam, 26 seconds you essentially just wipe it all on an episode of raw and now Liv morgan comes uh, and i like Liv morgan but again like you had so much meat on the bone still to really stretch this out and work this thing. And you just, I told you, I told you last week, I was smartened up by somebody who knows Vince is literally forgetting week to week. Wow. I told you that. I mean, bro, come on. That's why you look at things like this and you're like, yeah, bro. Like, did he forget what we, what he did with Bianca Belair two months ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, did you not remember like Becky came in at SummerSlam 26 seconds? You really haven't even like really fleshed that out enough. You did the triple threat of Crown Jewel, but they both are on the st- same uh, 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 week, you know, the same brand. Now you can really flesh this thing out. And instead of just fleshing it out and just having a really, you know, good angle from it really making Bianca look good. She just falls by the wayside, essentially what it seems like after this. And then bro, you've got this long match. Then when you get to the finish, bro, the referee saw everything. I was thinking that I, I had that. He saw, <laughs> he saw everything. Yeah. He's like, Every, wow, it was right in front wow. of him. Right. Yeah. He saw everything. He saw her pull off the turnbuckle. He saw it. All yeah, they should have had the the, the referee that uh, ref ref the uh, Mysterio and Theory match. He was the one who called the DQ. But yeah, this right. referee here, this one just I mean, <laughs> Becky. I mean, Bianca was going for the finish. Becky pulls off the turnbuckle. The referee 
Sees the whole thing. Sees her throw it. Sees where sees it lands. Right. 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 Sees the sees it land. Sees the push. Can't sees sees her hit the uh, the the post. I just I again I don't understand why they would do that. And then the same raw have Liv Morgan come in and just just step right in. I just. I, this just doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. There's no way, there's no way that Bianca Belair, out of anybody in on the roster, there's no there's no way that Bianca Belair should be the one that goes by the wayside in any roster. Like I agree. She has, she's she's such an athlete. She's so yep. talented. I agree. She is the strongest person on the roster right now. Yep. The most athletic. She's she's just. Uh, appealing in every sense of the word you have a bona fide star a merch seller it just doesn't make sense that you would say out of everybody on the roster hmm, let's see yeah bianca you're gonna have to go to the back of the line yeah i don't know <laughs> it's just, i don't understand that it doesn't make sense at all man uh next we have uh mysterio's backstage interview Austin Theory comes in, interrupts it, and that's this leads to a match. What one thing I found weird was they were in they were in the gorilla, and Mysterio turns his back toward his opponent as it like to me that just it doesn't make sense. Wouldn't Austin Theory try to gain advantage? My opponent has his back turned right in front of me. I'm gonna clock him. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he's a heel, he would. Yeah, I mean that's what heels do. But instead, right. he decided to take a selfie instead. I mean, this is this is 2021, Vince. Instead of a heel, instead of a, a heel back in you know the late 80s, early 90s, if a babyface right in front of a heel turns his back, he is going to get clocked. Now. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a selfie. I just, yeah, bro. He would have clocked him and dragged him to the ring. Yes, and he would have said, "Ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell." Heat, heat, heat. Kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Instead, we get a this ref though. This yeah. ref, he calls the DQ. He actually calls the DQ because. Somehow he got he got to he he was able to glaze over uh and and see the fact that uh Dominic hit theory leads to a DQ theory once again outside of the ring takes more pictures. Are they working towards heat but father-son heat here? Is that where they're going with this? They've been doing that for months though. Like it just there's there's no payoff. It like it was more intense. Right before the draft goes on SmackDown, like they were almost at like the blow, they almost came to blows with each other, yeah. and now they're starting to like gel more. But it seems like they're still trying to work together, but still be. And then when they first came on Raw, they were actually step separated, and it, they, I don't think again, Vince, when I'm looking at three hours of television. I'm looking at no continuity here. I'm just seeing a bunch of pockets of just clutter. 
I, I just don't see any continuity here. And bro, I swear to God, there was always a you know a rule of thumb back in my day. Here was the rule of thumb, bro. If you want to be a star, well, the first thing you have to do is look like a star. Sure. If you want to be a star, you got to. Bro, what, what, why is Dominic wearing a hoodie out there? <laughs> like, he's wearing a hoodie, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, you're on television. Has anybody told Dominic he's on television? Bro, you're on prime time television, bro. Yeah. Look like somebody. You look like a kid wearing a hoodie. <laughs> It's uh he's 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 the son of the 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 the, the great Ray Mysterio, and I actually liked his underdog character when he was feuding with Seth Rollins. I actually liked that because there was a really intense story with that. Yeah. But there's, I mean, like right now, there's no reason to get behind Dominic Mysterio. And anyway, even if he even if this leads to Dominic just turning heel, like his character is so just. It, it, it just seems like it's un, it's it's unsalvageable in, in a sense unless unless they do like their tag team run was okay you know it was the father son deal it, it had some poignancy to it but now it's just why are like why are we here why are they there what am I when I'm looking at these characters on Raw I'm looking at someone like a Dominic Mysterio and an Austin Theory and I'm like. What are we doing here? Why, why do I care? Bro, the kid, the kid looks like a kid. Yeah. That That's part of the problem. So now they want him to be a heel. The kid looks like the heel. Bro, do you remember? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and, uh, you know, put myself over, but David Flair looked like a kid. Mm -hmm. The story was that this brash, arrogant New Yorker, got a hold of him to get to his old man, and I convinced David that his dad didn't give a crap about him. It was all about him, and I kind of I kind of drove David nuts. Yep. That's what you need here, bro, you, because otherwise he looks like a baby-faced kid who is on the roster because Rey Mysterio is his dad. That's, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. So if you want to get somebody, if you want to get a heel to get in his ear – and and point out all of Rey Mysterio's flaws, how we left him when he was a kid. You didn't have a relationship with your father till you were 17 years old, bro. Come on. He and what do you think? He was just out on the road re wrestling? Really, mm. bro? Is that that you that's what you gotta do? Otherwise, you got a baby face kid that you're now gonna make a heel? Yeah. Nobody's going to buy that, bro. No, they're not. Well, people aren't really buying the Austin Theory gimmick. Even now, it's like... And you know what I just realized? Where in the world was Bearcat Lee, Vince? Where was the Bearcat, bro? Where Come was on! The Bearcat? <laughs> Where was the Bearcat, man? After, a, after a, a riveting promo to build him up for last week, yes, <laughs> the Bearcat... It's coming to <laughs> <laughs> He has a match last week, and then two weeks two weeks after this riveting promo, 
Yankees and nowhere. They're not, bro. That tells me they're not the, the, the office, Vince, whoever, Bruce. They're not buying the bad cat. Okay, well, yeah. give him something else next week, guys. Let's go. Yeah, what one of them's got to stick, right? One of yeah. them's got to stick, bro. Well, you thought you talked about Vince's uh, forgetful man. You probably saw him. He's like, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's terrible, man. What 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 terrible. Uh next we get uh, Rollins cuts a promo interrupted by Biggie and then uh this leads Kevin Owens to come out and say, "Hey, so what about uh Owens versus Biggie?" And now Bro, I just love last week. Remember last week's Raw, everybody read their resume. Yes. So the the whole premise of this promo now was everybody was claiming to be the face. It was the same exact thing, bro. It was the same exact thing. Everybody now was claiming to be. That's why we're fighting, bro. We're fighting because we're grown men, (laughs) but everybody's claiming to be the face of Raw. And by God, there could only be one face of Raw. That's why we're fighting, bro. Those are the stakes. Yeah. I don't get it, man. It just what what are what are we doing here, Vince? <laughs> hashtag resume raw. We 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 just we we got uh hashtag face of raw this week, you know, just this the hashtag every week. Next we had a uh, backstage Selena Vega and Carmella. They have a conversation with Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley. Uh over the mask, Vince. All of this over Nikki's mask. Bro, I was cracking up because now I'm saying, like, are they ribbing themselves because Rhea Ripley delivers the line. Did you catch this line, bro? Or are you watching a football game? Did you catch this line? Rhea Rhea Ripley says, this is in high school. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly, (laughs) that's exactly what this is. I I mean, like, I'm like, bro, are they ribbing themselves? Because you know everybody at home watching this show is saying, no, bro, it's exactly high school, bro. Yes, yes, indeed. It is is precisely high school. Yes, indeed. Uh, So next we have um, the match. Zelina Vega and Carmella, they beat... Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. They beat the champions, Vince. Mm. And so after Carmella gets booked just very irrelevant, she teams up with the queen, and now the champions look 50-50. And meanwhile, when you talk about the champions, bro, the last three weeks, all the champions have done is had a 30-minute segment in the back. These are the champions, bro. The champions. 30-second little vignette in the back the last three weeks. And Rhea Ripley has been so diluted, man. Like, she, again, a NXT talent who was super over NXT came to the main roster and looks like just a, a shadow of herself now. She's being booked so poorly on the main roster. It has to – stuff like that, man, I'm looking at how it was in NXT and how it is on the main roster. They, they've they got to be upset. I'm sure they're, they're happy that they're making some good money. But at the same time, young people like Ripley, who's like only 25, something like that, 24, 25, 26, it's like, man, you got to think about your future. If you, if you plan on being here for the long haul for another – 15 years 
you gotta you've got to think about the future and say, man, look, I'm, <laughs> we we've got to make some decisions now. Tony Khan and I'm sure a lot of a lot of companies uh, would take Rhea Ripley and push her to the moon in a heartbeat. Right now, the WWE is just doing an awful job with her. And, bro, here's the problem, too, man. And, like, th this stuff used to matter. None of it matters anymore. Bro, we've we've got the Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley act with Riddle and Orton. Yeah. So already doing that yeah. act. So now you've got the same act twice on the show. It's the same act. Yeah. You would never ever do that bro yeah. you know 10 20 years ago ever it's the same act bro yeah yeah and the first one is is stale now like like the like the chase to orton was the the interesting part now it's no chase anymore now they're just champs and like riddles back to his cheesy hokey just irrelevant promos you know like and you already have a a version of that that started before Nikki and Rhea. Yeah. As and then Nikki and Rhea does it as if the first one worked. Like why like if you're mirroring the first one, the first one didn't work. So that's not really a good thing to mirror. It just again it's just dumbing down. And then the ASH gimmick that was that that was supposed to be just revving the people. You know what's so funny? I remember when she won the money in the bank match i was like i was very surprised of her reaction like she was over like people were cheering her and everything and i mean just what a difference you know the uh, uh, several months will make because they unfortunately nikki is one of the most just blandest just their characters in all of in all of WWE right now. Bro, is Alexa Bliss on SmackDown? No. She so she's she's off the race. She's gonna come back totally repackaged as something else now, right? I can see that. Yeah, I think she was drafted uh, to I think she was drafted to I don't forgot what she I thought was. I thought she was staying. I thought she stayed on Raw, but I don't know, man. But uh, what, what, what happened to her? uh yeah bliss is still on raw um i mean so this was a month ago so i mean still no bliss i mean and bliss was gone before then i think she uh she she left after the charlotte thing there was some reason why she left i forgot what it was I forgot now i was. did see bro i did see our girl is making a movie Eva Marie? Yes. Yeah. He yeah. put some stuff out about making a movie, but I'm like, oh, that's great. But I can't wait to see how they try to bring it back for the seventh time now. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and when the movie's on that, it's like, it's unbelievable, bro. Unreal. Are you surprised that they uh, gave her the, the nod to, to make a movie, to take time off and, and make a movie? Uh, they don't uh, let people get twitched, but they let people make un a movie. Un unless Vince got a payday from uh, allowing her to be in the movie. Yeah, I can I can see that. Vince got a yeah. cut of that. Yeah. Which again, Vince, they're independent contractors. Yep. Like I don't understand that, Vince. I don't they're either, independent bro. contractors, so they're allowed, they're they're contractually allowed. They should be as 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 independent contractors to go out. 
out and do stuff to have projects. That's yep. like if I'm a if I'm a painter, you know, what I mean, if I'm an independent contractor who's a painter, right? If I own a painting company and I hold and I own a bunch and I and I hire a bunch of independent contractors, I contract them to paint for my projects. Yep. What I don't do is say, "Hey, guess what? You can't paint in any other people's house. Yeah, you just have to paint for everything bro, that who, I say." But who, who, whose fault is that? If the talent allows Vince to get away with it as true. a businessman, Vince should try to get away with as much as he can. That's true. I, That's I true. don't. I don't blame him with stuff like that. That's true. I do not blame he, him with stuff like that. He doesn't have to worry about insurance benefits. Like he doesn't have to worry about anything. As if I'm signing independent contractors, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not giving you benefits. I'm not yep. giving you insurance. Like I'm not giving you any medical. You know, I, I'll. I may give you medical stuff, but I'm not contractually obligated to. Right. If someone says, okay, and oh, by the way, yeah, you can't tweet about that project that you're doing at the other house. Uh, you have to ask me first before yeah. you go to the other house. I just, that, that always, that was always weird to me, you know, from a, from a business. They allow it, bro. They, you know? they allow it. And, and is it, is a matter, is it a matter of they're just too scared to just say, Hey, I'm an independent contractor. I can, I can technically go wherever I want as an, bro, I'm telling you there, there's still the, the, the mystique and the idea of being a WWE superstar, bro. I'm, 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 I'm sorry that that has been so tarnished yes it, it it is not even a it doesn't even mean a fraction right. of what it used to mean bro yeah. bro yeah. bro come on we're looking at hulk hogan and then look at who's on this show and you're going to tell me it's the same thing come on man come not on even close I mean, not I mean, even close bro not even close. a fraction that was you said a fraction that's that's a compliment man yeah. Just, I mean, there's nobody on this entire roster that that feels larger than life nobody nope. nobody and i love Big E, huge Big E fan but still nobody on the whole roster on raw feels larger than life nobody yep. Yep. uh next we have uh, Big E backstage and he talks with the alpha academy and he roasts um oh uh otis just live on air just roasts him calls him a thumb talks about his face like you have Otis cut his hair and his beard just for him to get roast live on Raw. How is this helping his character, Vince? He's good, bro. He'll he'll be in the next one whenever the next cuts come. You you could you could tell now who's going to be on the. You you could already call call the shots now. I, and now Chad Gable, <laughs> he's the one doing the matches now, and it it just doesn't make sense of like. <sighs> I just don't understand the logic behind events. And and okay. one person, one person, one is going to believe that Chad Gable is going to be Finn Balor. One person's going to believe that. Zero. 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 Yeah. Zero. And, Finn come, and Finn came out just looking like a regular guy. Like his entrance was, there wasn't anything exciting about He just, everything just looked just mediocre today like it was just a mediocre raw like nobody really stood out i mean they're trying to do biggie at the end but bro this so mediocre 
This is the second week with the new roster, and we're yeah. already tired of it, bro. Yeah, the second true. week. True. Yeah, that's true. Nobody feels. I mean, because Kevin Owens, Big E, and Seth Rollins, they all came from SmackDown. So they're just three people just flipping brands. There's nothing new about that. They're just on Mondays instead of Fridays now. There's nothing new and fresh about it. Granted, I mean, Seth Rollins has been feuding with Edge for months. But at the same time, it's like, okay, yes. Yeah, so Kevin Owens is just kind of in this middle ground right now where people don't know what he's going to do. But we'll talk about the at the end. We might. It might, it might be some type of heel turn that we might be seeing from Owens. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Vince, ready? L listen, I, I've got I've got something for you, and I've got something for the uh, the SK Nation. Okay. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, let's Joey. Time out! Time out! Time out! Joey! Time out! Joey! Their Mahan is coming to Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, who's coming to Raw now? <laughs> did I miss this? Yeah, man. The the promo. He did a he, he there's there was a vignette for Veer. Oh and now his no. name is Veer Mahan. Oh my God, bro! They're 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 so lost. Oh, listen, somebody has to say it, bro. Vince, you need to retire. Yeah. You need to retire. You are killing this company. Everybody in the company. You are killing the viewers at home. You are you are killing the you are killing everything, bro. To, uh, Nick Khan does not need Vince McMahon there to make all that money. That's true. Nick Khan can make all. He knows the goods. Nick Khan knows what's in the shed. He knows what he could sell. Yeah. Vince is killing this thing. I promise everybody out there. Listen, if you listen to Russo'sBrand.com. I promise you, I will not be podcasting at 76. You have my word. I will know. It's time to hand over the bulldog to the younger podcasters, and I will not be podcasting. retire. Retire. You're killing everything, bro. I'm sorry. Wait till you hear the email exchange. Yeah. So you're 60, so that means I get to enjoy the next 15 years. Yes, I retire when I'm 75 yeah. and not, not 76, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. I think if, you know, listen, to me, again, I'm a psychology doctor, so you could have a sharp mind at 76, but Vince has, I mean, for the past 50 years, I mean, he's been just driving himself up the wall and bro let's is, let's not mention how many times he got a chair wrapped over his head true. let's not let's not mention that bro. this this isn't a normal 76 year old yeah. man this is a guy that took chair shots with yeah. the best of them bro that's true that's yes true. he i mean like i mean i don't i haven't read any or or looked at any diagrams of his brain but you did not you you never you did did they would never tell a soul, bro. No, they wouldn't. That's true. Yeah. But 
I mean, based on based on the Vince pulling audibles and just his uh, from from what I've heard, just his fluctuation of uh, you know uh, nice one day and just a, a tyrant the next. I mean, stuff like that is 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 very very par for the course for CTE. And again, I don't know, you know, because I don't know. I haven't diagnosed him. I haven't talked to him or, or looked at any of his stuff. But I mean, I'm a psychology doctor. I've I've written many. I've done much studies and written many papers on CTE. Actually, uh, <clears throat> uh, years ago, I wrote a major project about CTE about Chris Benoit. Uh, and, and so uh, I gotta find it somewhere. I, I'll probably, I might, I might uh, make it like a peer-reviewed article or somewhere, or make it in book form. I gotta find it somewhere. But it was a pretty lengthy uh, paper that I wrote about CTE, and uh, I, I, I wrote a, wrote about Chris Benoit. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was lengthy. So I gotta find it somewhere, and I, I might, I'll probably release it to the public. But yeah, I mean, like I, I know about this stuff. I mean, like and and stuff like that is just you, you can't mess around with that stuff because no. especially at seventy six years old, you're <clears throat> mentally you're already deteriorating. You know what I mean? And so just as far as you know, possible onsets for dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that. When when your when your brain has been utilized in the way that he is, Alzheimer's and, and dementia, uh, <clears throat> the onset of that is is heavily caused by stress. And so, um, Vince McMahon working in his in his type of field, I mean, he looks like it. I mean, like in a matter of a few years, he went from genetic jackhammer looking looking great to man he looks like a shell of himself now you know what i mean and so it's it's tough it's tough to see that it I mean, is you know it, it really tough. is tough to see Very that with vince mcmahon but i mean he's look if this time he's got so much pride though vince that I mean, I I can see I can see Vince McMahon dying and grill man. I, I oh just, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. Here's my critique though: if he has that much pride about the business that he'll die and gorilla, why is he not? Why is he that? Why doesn't he have the 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 juggernaut, the genetic juggernaut, the genetic jackhammer, the 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 testicular, the testicular fortitude? Why doesn't he have the, the the sense of pride to see a, a an industry of business that he basically made on a national scale? Vince Senior, he I mean they were doing you know uh, uh, armories, you know what I mean in in New York, mm-hmm. and, and it went from just armories and little little towns and and just little little shows and armories. He was the one who made the WWE a national and eventually an international recognized product. And to see his growth in the mid and in the early 80s, you know, taking the risk to, to go WrestleMania. I mean, his whole, I mean, there's been so many interviews throughout the years that his whole company was really predicated on the success of WrestleMania in 1985. To go from that to 35 years later, 36 years later, to see your numbers falling below a 2.0. I mean, like, 
where's the pride in this fence? Like you've worked with them. Where's the pride in building a company from armories? Bro, to- I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Um I got a good glimpse. Okay. Um, bro, I am not convinced that he thinks this stuff is bad. Wow. I'm not, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I am telling, and you will understand, you know, when, when I talk about it and then I can come you know, I could open you know, freely talk about it, but, um, I don't think he thinks it's bad. Wow. So, okay. So again, with that, let's go back to attitude era. All right. If Vince McMahon 22, three, four years ago, if he saw a dip in the ratings. Now, granted, I understand that there's more there, there's more factors in it now. Digital media is really their thing. That's that's their thing, right? Uh, and the network network, you know, deals and things like that. But still, even with that, because they they were, you know, they had a network deal with USA back then. So if Vince McMahon saw a dip in the ratings, how would Vince McMahon react? Does Vince McMahon, one, two things. One, did Vince McMahon look at the ratings? Was he that intricate in the process that he would look at the ratings and react accordingly? And if the answer is yes, which I imagine it was, how would he react if he saw a dip in the ratings, especially during the Monday Night Wars? Well, bro, that's what happened. And, and I, I, I really, I, I lost a lot of respect for him when this happened. When WCW started kicking our backside, all of a sudden Vince became the victim. Uh, and he played the role of the victim and, and about, you know, Ted Turner opening up the checkbook and buying all these guys. And he was the, Oh, you can't get anybody else. And I would, I would watch him. And I was, I, I was like, bro, did you not put every territory out of, you did the same exact thing, bro, that is being done to you. Now you're not the victim. You were guilty of the same exact yeah, Saturday, but that's what it, that's what he, he tried to play off as the victim. Poor me, you know, the baby face. No, wow. bro. You, you put dozens of people out of business doing this. Absolutely. You know, it's so funny, Vince, if I had more time, which I don't have any, if I had more time, I actually considered uh before uh doing like a <clears throat> doing like a diagnosis of different talent and different you know people on uh in in the professional wrestling business based on uh interviews and just their characters and what people say about them uh i, I was actually thinking about expanding my youtube page to do that but i just don't have the time to do it like here's the thing Again, I haven't. I, I diagnose people every day. I haven't talked to Vince McMahon to make a clear diagnosis. So this isn't a diagnosis of Vince McMahon. This is just saying that Vince McMahon does have, from a diagnosis standpoint, Vince McMahon has very, very glaring signs of narcissism. 
And I can definitely see that oh, yeah. you know, based on what you're saying. Yeah, yeah bro. Yes. One. Yeah. And, and it's still there. One thousand percent. Really? Still there. Huh? One thousand percent, bro. Wow, man. Yikes. Uh, next, we have um, Finn Balor defeating Chad Gable. Oh, we talked about that. But I tell you what, though. I tell you what. Um, uh, the <laughs> Veer Mahan. <laughs> He's Vera, man. Vera's going to be your new guy. <laughs> like, Wait, so this is this is Jinder's guy, Veer. Okay, yeah. is it is Veer the big? No, Shanky's the big one. Shanky's the big one. Okay, Vera's yeah. oh. the smaller one. Yeah, so he's by himself on Raw, and they're giving him a promo, and they're giving him a vignette. But guess what, though? That's that's became the kiss of death, though. Because they gave Karrion Cross a vignette. Where's Karrion Cross? He's gone. Well, they gave Karrion Cross a vignette. He's nowhere to be found. They gave Elias a vignette. He's nowhere oh. to be found. Yep. They gave Bearcat a vignette. He's nowhere to be found this week. And now they're giving Veer vignettes. Think of, think, think of all that wasted money. Like just yeah, wasted, yeah, just, just wasted. wasted. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> Unbelievable, bro! It's, it's comical. So true, it's comical. man. It's comical. It's comical. It, it, it's it's really it's really a kiss of death. The vignettes, like if if I hear that from Pritchard, like if I'm Veer, and like yeah, we're gonna give you a vignette. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's it's it's unfortunate, man. And you're right. They're spending that much money on four. Vignettes, yep. at least three of them yep. has been ineffective. Cross, yep. Elias, Bearcat, yep. nothing. Yeah, nothing. So very, very interesting, very sad. Uh <clears throat> Matt Riddle uh backstage talks to the dirty dogs. The dirty dogs beats the street profits. And so not only Bianca uh looks bad this uh today, but the street profits look bad. <laughs> On this show, too. The the whole family looks bad. Uh Omos comes out and makes them even look worse because he comes and attacks them. Then he attacks Riddle, and then Randy Orton's upset about that. And well, but but bro, like here, like this was like bro, Randy Orton's going, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they cut to a T-bar and priest package. Yeah. What like <laughs> I swear, I was like, I had to rewind it because I'm like, did I miss Randy Orton is saying, let's go, let's go. They leave the arena and go to a package. Yeah, just horrible. Absolutely horrible. <clears throat> Again, if I'm, th these, these shows are totally for homers and you can't even appease homers. I mean, that like, you're seeing a decline in ratings. And so the homers are not even being, being interested, interested at this point that goes to show again, where is your pride at Vince McMahon? Like the, 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 the goal back in the day during the money arrows wars were to attract casual fans as much as possible. All yep. right. Yep. Now it's keeping fans. Like it's just keeping people there. And they can't even do that. Like they're they're seeing a decline in in uh, ratings, and and so that you can't even keep fans there. And so yeah, I just it's 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 very it's very difficult to see how uh, unwatchable Raw has become over the past 
I would even say you you started back watching Raw about seven years ago, or so yeah, I've watched every episode, bro. Yeah, in this in this seven years, did you were there any point that you said, okay, well, this year or this pocket of time where it wasn't that bad? No, never. In seven no, years, I'm telling you, bro, no, not at all. Nope. I'm really trying to think about when the, the last time Raw was. Fun to watch on a consistent basis past a month. I'm really past like two weeks. I just, I mean, you have, you have certain shows, you have certain episodes of Raw that's not too bad. You know, we, we've talked about, we've put some Raw shows over, not many, but, but, and what over a year that we've been doing this together, maybe two or so. Uh, but just from a consistent basis, is the same B roll, it's the same. You know, uh, um, uh, the, the what, what else do we call it? B-roll raw. Um, the chat, y'all know what it is. Y'all know what? What do we call the the raw? The different types of uh, raws. I know one was B-roll, and I know yeah. We, we we yeah, it was a bunch of different ones. A house show, house show uh, raw. That was another one. And so yeah, it, it feels like that every week. Um, Speaking of that, we get a Damian Priest uh, defeating T-Bar in a gimmick match this time. It was the it was not only was last week uh, we saw the dark side, we saw a darker side of Damian Priest is what they were really trying to press here, but this time we saw a dark side of don't take me to that dark side, and that's what Priest did. He took him to the dark side, and all of a sudden Apollo Cruz comes out at the end. And so somehow he's going to be inserted. Now he's going to be the guy who's going to compete against, um, going to compete against uh, Damian Priest for the U.S. Championship. And they've really been, I mean, they've really made Apollo Cruz look like absolute nobody. And and, uh, and then, bro, in this match with uh, pre, bro, you know, like it's it's it, it's got Vince McMahon's name written all over it, bro. What was what what was with the funny faces? He's making yeah. funny face, like nobody does that. Nobody does that, bro. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, SK Nation. Uh, let us know what year was the last batch of good, consistent raw shows. Let me, bro, let me know. I, I, bro, I, I could honestly tell you in the last seven years, I don't think there were back to back good raws. Maybe one here, one there, spots, yeah. bro, back to back. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what, what was the last year that it was just consistent. Good Raws. I'm I'm seeing one set person say 2001, 2011, 2010. I keep them coming. What what years? 2003. I see one. Uh, next we have, um, bro. I swear the only thing I remember looking forward to the last seven years. I swear to God that used to pop me that I look forward to. Were the early uh Firefly, Firefly Fun Houses the early mm. ones? Mm. You wanted to yeah. see what Bray was gonna do, and you knew yeah. it was him, you yeah. knew Vince wasn't writing that crap, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the last thing that I used to I used to look forward to seeing. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, the only thing, I, the last thing I really that that really comes to mind for me was when Sting came back, and I actually liked his build up with Triple H. Yeah. Uh, that was back in um, that was in fourteen. Uh, going, I was actually in. He came in SummerSlam. He 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 came debuted a Survivor Series of fourteen, and so wait, he the he the debut Survivor Series of fourteen. WrestleMania third in California thirty one is when he had his match against Triple H. So that was six years ago. Yeah, so bro one 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 of the, one of the best things on the show for a while I remember was Sandow doing the Miz. That was, oh, Miz that was yeah. And this that was yeah. absolutely tremendous. Yeah, that was fun. That was you know? fun. I but that, that was all him. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, I interviewed him a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, that and, was uh, all yeah. him, bro, doing that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved that. I loved Miz yeah. Dow. That was that was hilarious. That was but so- there was no payoff though. There was there <laughs> no, was no payoff, payoff whatsoever. It, it should have been though. It, it yeah. should have been. He that was organically super duper over. He was yep. so funny. And he even he even said like uh, when I when I talked to him a few weeks ago, he even talked about like he was just like hey like he 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 decided to pull an audible and just make it work yeah and like and Vince was like all right like he 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 had to he had to swallow his pride and say you were right it's it's working you know what I mean but he said he was willing to just he was willing to risk his job because like he was just originally just said hey you're just gonna be his lackey you know what i mean he's like okay well all right (laughs) if if i'm gonna be his lackey i'm gonna be sure that uh (laughs) people want to know about that was entertaining man that was was very entertaining i agree yeah uh next we have the 24 7 segment and reggie's saying that he's had the title for 100 days vince wow definitely not uh we're so used to the 24 7 uh championship getting changed every five minutes or less but it's been a hundred days wow uh other answers late 2007 beginning 2008 uh 2010 2001 yeah i'm going back i said seven years is 2014 i've not heard anybody say anything after no, that no nothing no consistently i think the latest i have was 11 that was 10 years ago so um Next, we have uh, Becky Lynch cutting a backstage promo. This leaves this leaves Liv Morgan to just have a face. Bro, I swear to you, Doctor, go back and watch this. I'm telling you, Becky was reading cue cards. Really? I'm telling you, bro. I am telling you, she was reading. She was looking out in no man's land. Mm. And I'm like, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, she's reading freaking cue cards. Wow. I'm telling you, go back and watch. Tell me what you think. Oh, man. Yep. No. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go back and watch Raw in, in, in any capacity. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I'll just take your word for it. Um, Biggie defeating Kevin Owens at the end. And it, you know what? I thought that he was going to turn. Um, Someone said it's 100% when he looked up and squinted four or five times. Yes, I'm telling you, bro. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, 
Bro, before you get to the heel turn gimmick, what was that not the weakest finish you ever saw? A guy as big as Kevin Owens, he's he's flaunting his feet yeah. like, bro, I think yeah. I could have kicked out of that. <laughs> yeah. I could not believe, like, like, it was so weak. And he has the body weight to just fly, just turn over. Like, right. Like, That's it. Just turn over, bro. Like no. really and he was doing the this gimmick, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Bro. Uh someone said 2014 makes sense. Uh, because it was the last year of the shield. Okay. I mean, the shield was uh, there was some interest there. You know what though, Vince? I think um they they attempted to push Ryback for a hot second, and he actually was getting over when he was feuding with punk. Yeah, uh, that's when they had. That uh, was before 2014. Yeah, I think that was like 2013. Yeah, because I didn't see any of that. Uh, they had. Um, oh gosh, I forgot the guy's name. I interviewed him too. Uh, he was a referee and he ended up being like GM for for a while. Uh, good looking guy. Um, R- Rodriguez? No. Um, he was a, he was assisting uh, Vicky for a while. Chat room, SK Nation, let me know. Uh, y'all know what his name is. It starts with a B. Uh, Bra- Braxton or Bra- Brad Maddox. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Maddox, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah, he, he was he was there. Okay. Yeah, Brad Maddox. He was like a rogue referee, ended up being like a heel type of authority figure or something like that. But they, it was a hell in a cell match that Maddox was a referee with him and Punk, I believe. And they, they, they pulled it was a bad call because I think they should have pulled the plug on, uh, they, they, they should have pulled it on a Ryback, not pulled the plug on, they, they should have, uh, kind of started the engine for Ryback. They had him lose against Punk, though. They yeah. should have had him win uh, because I think that, that would have really helped uh, Ryback's uh, career. But they just never decided to. From your time watching Ryback, what did what did you think? What was there an intangible about Ryback that you think Vince Man didn't click with? Because oh, he, it, it, was, it, it it literally it pretty much was the same booking of uh, Strowman. Yeah. You know, bro, yeah. when you've got a guy like a Ryback, and when you got a guy like a Strowman, you you you've you've got to see the other side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't just be this beast monster all the mm-hmm. time. You've got to see another side to make that character three dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Just, bro, I mean, come on, bro. We we went through the Strowman things, turning over trucks. Throwing a porty potty off the stage, turning over this, turning over. No, bro, there's got to be more substance than that. Agreed. Bro, do you remember the scene, man, in the Attitude Era when when Austin saved Stephanie from the Undertaker? Yeah, that was to show. Yeah, this was a three dimensional. As much as he hated Vince McMahon, even Austin couldn't let this innocent girl. Because yeah. believe it or not, Stephanie wasn't Stephanie was an innocent girl. But that see that made him a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and again, that's that's the stuff that happens when you actually write storylines. Right, right. <laughs> we write episodic television. That's what happens. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Kevin Owens loses the match. Uh, Rollins helped, you know, along the way. 
And here's the crazy thing about this. Kevin Owens kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, it wasn't me. I'm sorry. You know, throwing the throwing the B word out there. And and as of that, as of that's going to be a wow factor. Ooh, like, oh man, now I'm really interested. And so now he's uh challenging Rollins to a match next week. He keeps telling Biggie, I'm sorry, just out of the blue. You know, it wasn't me. I'm sorry. And then Babyface Big E just decided to put him in his finisher. Like, why do they book these characters to be so dumb? Like, oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah, it had to be you. It, it was you that won that caused. Why, why did he put him in the finish again? Like, why, what was he upset about Kevin? Upset I about guess, uh, let's see, Rollins slapped Big E and Owens didn't see it. And I guess Biggie thought that Owens saw it. Episodic television, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is what we get to. This is what we get to close the show. This is the cliffhanger that we're going to get to close the show. It's just, bro. These things play out like they would never play out in real life. Right. That, that's what Owens wouldn't say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. The prize he, fighter was. He, he 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 would say, bro. Let me tell you what happened. He would say, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, bro. Okay, Biggie would turn his back, and Owens would say, "F you," then, and then, but then, then he'd hit him with the finish. That that's what men would do. Kevin Owens is not going to stay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He must have said it five times. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's it's not going to go down like that. And bro, here's another thing too. Like, bro, how long has Rollins been on the roster? Uh, 2012 is when the Shield debuted. 2012, mm -hmm. and, and I saw all that time when he was with Hunter and and the Monday Night Messiah and like all these transformations, and it's like, okay, bro, like now I, I'm supposed to believe you're the Joker. <laughs> like, where where did this guy like come out? You know what I'm saying, yeah, bro? Yeah. Like, when I see Batman '66, like Cesar Romero was always the Joker. Mm -hmm. He was always the Joker. Now, all of a sudden, I've I've seen all these different phases of Seth Rollins. I've yeah. seen every the Legend Killer, the Architect, uh, the, the the Monday Night Messiah. I've seen them all. Mm -hmm. But now he's the Joker dressing like a clown. Did, did I miss an explanation along the way? No, you didn't. It's just a bunch of different incarnations. And when I think about that stuff, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, so your character has to be super, super strong for you to pull off just evolutions like that. We saw that with two of the biggest names in pro wrestling history. Sting and The Undertaker. Like, those are the ones who just nuances and just, I mean, they they did ABA Taker, you know, back in 2000, which was a whole uh, totally different, like, variation of The Undertaker, but he went back to the dead man. Sting, again, and went from Surfer Sting to kind of like the NWO, like, you know. But there were stories behind all that, bro. Yeah, that's, there, that's there my were, point. There were clear <laughs> yeah. cut stories yeah. behind that yeah stuff. and and that's and that's uh, that's what i'm saying both of them worked yeah because their characters were so strong 
and they were still a version of themselves in a different way that yeah. fit the story. And so, but with Seth Rollins, there's that, that doesn't even apply. Like one week he'll just pull up here, then then he'll get then the uh, the draft, the brand split happens, and he's a different something. And then this week he he, he leaves and he comes back after being a father. And now he's embraced the vision and a whole bunch of different, like, it's just, okay, where's the story? Like, why am I trying to, why am I spending so much time trying to figure out who you are this week? Like, why am I trying to figure that out? You should bro, give that to me. Bro, as a it's literally like, think about this, you know, bro, usually like successful, successful sitcoms go like nine years. A lot of great sitcoms, like after the ninth year, they stop. But, bro, look at any sitcom over nine years. Bro, I, I wasn't a Friends guy, but look at Friends over nine years. It would have been like one of the Friends just kept drastically every season having character changes. Yeah. And you're sitting at home saying, wait, did did something happen <laughs> during right. the reruns? Right. Like, did something – like, that? That's that should not – happen these characters should be consistent and if there is a change there needs to be a reason bro i i wrote i i wrote joker sting but something set him off something drove him over the edge i don't know why freaking rollins is laughing at everything i don't know why Again, this is the reason why they need to develop characters and they need to have, they need to have storylines. Otherwise, there's people who are going to make changes in characters unannounced and no one knows. And that doesn't help that doesn't help the consistency of his career. Like if he's like a whole bunch of different characters, like that would be the same thing as like like one year Rick Flair's the nature boy. And then, and then the next year, Ric Flair's Jungle Boy. And then this year, you know, he's Moon Boy. And this one, he's Sun Boy. Like, right. that, that, that wouldn't help Ric Flair. Bro, Rollins got introduced as the Shield, right? Yeah. That, that's where, okay, look, look at that character when he first started to this. Like, how is that <laughs> even possible? How, how, is, how, how, how is that tran- transformation even possible yeah and just it's all over the place man he's really doing the, he's doing that stuff bro to pop himself and to pop the boys in the back that's why he's doing it okay bro you, you're popping everybody but you got an audience sitting at home that's absolutely lost yeah lost yeah and exactly i mean if the if the writing's for the audience why am i spending so much time trying to figure out who this guy is why am I? and that's the problem vince why am I spending so much time trying to figure out who most of these people are? Like, that's not my job as the viewer to try to f- get lost and confused figuring out who people are. Bro, look at Becky when she was cutting the bloody l- promo when Nia Jax busted her open. Look at yeah. look at that Becky yeah. and look at Elton John Becky tonight. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did I don't? How did we go from A to Z, bro? Yeah. True. Now that she's wearing true. Elton John glasses and all these bright clothes, and she she's half comedian, half wrestler. No, bro, you you were the tough chick from Ireland who got her face busted. Yep. How did you become Elton John? Yeah, yeah, 
they're trying to heal her up, but it's just, I mean, like, it's again, forced. Like, it's forced. It feels forced. Yeah. It's all and, forced, and, bro. And if, like, she needs to really watch some tape because, like, she needs to work on her healing. Like, she really does need to work on healing it up because, again, if I was a heel, if I was in Becky's shoes, I would hate to be cheered. Like, I, I, if I would pay it for it. Like, at this point, Becky's a champ. She's, She's done so much for the company. Like, she should be paying it for it. And again, before we close, Vince, here's my last thing to you. As far as wrestlers, like, paying it forward and, and, and intentionally wanting to make other stars, rising stars, over. Like, what was your experience in that in the Attitude Era? Because it, it really does, with, with all this cat fighting as far as like i'm not going to hand you the belt because i don't want to look weak and a whole bunch of just politicking and stuff like that we don't see that much anymore what was the concept of really wrestlers paying it forward and essentially you know like they they, they say uh like helping like uh watching the lights and and and, and helping people get over bro like bro they, they just bro i saw something today I saw something today that you'll never ever see, and it, and it's kind of what you just said about Becky healing. You'll never see this, bro. Okay, it was the the click was Sean Hunter and China, okay. and on the on the uh, on I the enjoy. stage you got the, on the stage. They're on the stage. You got the Heart Foundation. Okay, okay, and bro, they're going, yep. bro. The stuff. Bro, the stuff they were saying, uh, I, I don't know how it's on Peacock. I mean, I don't know uh, how it's on Peacock. I mean, Brett flat out called Sean the the F word. Flat out. Wow. And, bro, but here's what you'll never see. So, you know, the Hart Foundation in the States, their heels. Yeah. Okay. Sean just be taker. And, and the click aren't really heels or baby faces. They're just a-holes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just Sean's being an absolute a-hole, right? Mm -hmm. So Brett makes the comment calling Sean the F word. Okay. And bro, the place popped. Okay. And <laughs> Brett turns around and says, don't give me your cheers. I don't want them. Love you it. can keep that wouldn't happen today, yeah. but Brett knows in his mind, I am a heel. Yes. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to make a derogatory comment that this Jay, you know what? Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not going to, I'm not here to get cheers. Yeah. So the yeah. minute they cheer for me, I'm going to stay in character and say, you can keep, that would not happen yes. today, bro. Yes. yes. They yes. wouldn't understand yeah. that. Yes. Instead, you know, you'll do a, a cool move like a babyface does, and then you react to the the crowd like, "Come on!" You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm like, yeah. "Why do you? Why do? Yep. Why do heels do that nowadays? Yep. What? Why am I booing you if you if you're impressive in the ring and you're looking to elicit a reaction from me? Why am I booing you? What yeah. is it? What is there to boo? It I'm just telling you, bro. And that—that's the stuff, I, bro. Sometimes I—I I really believe, like that's you—you you know this better than anybody. It's what you do for a living. That's the psychology of the business, bro. I bet you there is maybe, maybe 
25% of all wrestlers today that really understand that. I bet 25% of them, whereas back in the day, they all they all knew at least flipped yeah at least yeah yeah that's true well ladies and gentlemen what i do understand is uh this guy right here has got some big big things going on in the channel attitude let the listeners know yeah guys real quick i i usually don't like to plug a lot but we got a we got four new shows that are just starting in november man just started today on russosbrand.com uh we got Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Head. Al Snow's replacing Disco for a while. I'm also going to break down the Attitude Era hour by hour, bro. I'm going to review the show. I went back today. I watched my first one. Oh, my gosh. It's night and day. I, I mean, Chris, it's it's night and day. Over on Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, I'm going to have the Vince versus Vince series. I'm going to really pick that apart, and I'm going to tell you what happened at the very end, and I think it's going to open up the eyes of a lot of people. And we also have a brand new show with EC3 and with Patreon, you really want to join up early in the month, bro. Cause they bill you the beginning of every month. Gotcha. Good stuff. Russobrand.com slash TWC. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone representing Veer Mahan. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the least bro. They could they 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 couldn't do anything with gender, but they're gonna do something with Veer Mahan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you might as well right. just Can't call wait. it Veer McMahon. Yes, <laughs> you might as yes. well just call it Veer McMahon. Yeah. I, I I would have popped for that if they would have called it Veer McMahon. He would have been. It would have done some type of Vince gimmick or something like that. That would have made me pop more than just this kiss of death vignettes that they're giving people bro i talked to uh you know me and uh stevie richards and ben hameen we review all this stuff right and we talk about this all the time bro can you imagine if you had the vince the the senile dementia character (laughs) just walking in and out of scenes like the oh bro how how great would that be you got a 76 year old man still running the show who's a former shell of himself but you're seeing it and people are like looking at him like bro how great would that be i'd be i'd be in (laughs) i'd be in ladies and gentlemen once again this is the legion of raw Hope you guys had a good time. We do as always. So long.